what up y'all welcome to the empowering real talk podcast it's your girl keisha of upgraded mindsets and i created this platform to bring awareness resource and solution to negative and hindering behaviors plaguing our individual selves and our communities some of these topics can be uncomfortable but in order for us to grow individually and as a whole these conversations are necessary Follow your girl on all streaming platforms. Make sure you subscribe to the Empowering Real Talk YouTube channel and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It is your girl Keisha with Upgraded Mindsets. And if you are looking at me, that means I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast, whether you are on YouTube, whether you are watching this on Spotify, whether you are listening to it on your favorite streaming platform, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, as you can see, I am not here by myself. Um, the Empowering Real Talk podcast is to bring resource and solution for those negative and restricted behaviors that a lot of us have been plagued with. Um, me personally, I am overcoming and coming from a place of healing. And I wanted to bring this podcast to bring awareness for others to be able to do the same. So with that being said, I am going to let my guest introduce herself. How are you? Hello, hello. Oh, I'm great, Keisha. Thank you so much for having me on the Empowering Real. Yeah, my name's Marnie, and you know, I am an everyday person just like you and just like your audience. Um, and I've been through some challenges and changes. And and I think so many of us, you know, especially the older we get, the more we learn and with the more we grow. And so um I just so a little bit of background about me. I was a high school special education teacher for 35 years in the Chicago suburbs. 12 of those years, I was a university graduate school adjunct professor. Um, I was kind of living the American dream, raising two beautiful children and uh, just loving life. However, I chose to leave a 27-year marriage when my light bulb finally went on that I had ignored just years and years of red flags that that my values of honesty and love and fidelity and fiscal responsibility and family, those kind of values did not align with who I was married to. And it was a really tough decision. You can only imagine almost three decades. And, you know, you really, I was getting close to the end of my career and kind of thinking, oh, I'll be able to live in this beautiful home. And, you know, our children are adults now and, you know, really excited about this next phase of my life. And although I do have a happy ending in many ways, it was extremely challenging when, when I made the decision to file for divorce and, and, and change because I lost everything right. like so many men and women find themselves in. They, they, I lost my home, my money, my assets. I even lost these two beautiful adult children to parental alienation, which mm -hmm. is just a devastating, you know, family dynamic that um, is, it's actually an epidemic, but it is, uh, it's just traumatizing. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I picked myself up and I, I did a lot of research into what all of this was about. I mean, I was not kind of even aware of some of the terminology mm -hmm. that was used to describe some of the things I went through. And, and so that was, you know, put me on a learning journey. Um, I'm someone who's always loved to read and write and 
turns out I wrote my first spiritual fiction, my first book called God Came to My Garage Sale. After losing everything and having a garage sale, but just filled with love and gratitude and some spiritual miracles kind of came my way that, you know, prompted me again to research and learn about that, but also to write about it. And then after retiring from my career, I moved to the Caribbean where I have lived in the last, you know, what, three years, over three years. And it is there that the healing process really unfolded. I ended up writing a five book series, soon to be six, called True Deceit, False Love. And that addresses some of these family traumas, domestic violence, mm. narcissistic abuse, parental alienation. And then, of course, part of this whole healing journey is you got to do a deep dive into your own self and your own foundation and what made you a target for an abuser what made you an overgiver or a people pleaser mm -hmm. someone that did not have very good boundaries and so in midlife i finally learned about boundaries and that mm -hmm. you know i'm not hurting anyone or blaming mm -hmm. anyone when i'm choosing to step back and kind of take care of myself so that has been kind of my journey you know really from triumph you know from the trauma to triumph yes because you know you can handle it's amazing what people are able to handle and all of us have different yes. challenges whether it's our health whether it's our jobs whether it's our family and, and issues, whether it is, you know, romantic relationships or even friends, right. we have challenges, but we can choose to learn about them and yes. learn about ourselves and, and, and make the choice to rise above and, and change this path that we are on. Oh my God. That is so amazing um your story literally just gave me chills and I, i'm just sitting here like oh my god um the similarities in some of your traumas you know really kind of struck a nerve um you know the from the people pleasing um to just you know suppressing it because of we felt uh, the sense of obligation of staying involved in situations um you know that has that was my story for a long time, you know, and not just with family, but friends and, you know, everything just all around, you know, the environments that I was around were environments of trauma in a sense, you know, and because I was a master at suppression, I didn't realize that until I began yeah. the transformation and began the research. Like you said, um, I think that it is phenomenal. Um, you know, even with all that you've gone through, you know, you carry such, such a dope spirit, um, you know, with regards to telling your story. And I think that it is amazing. Um, you know, we, we have to have these uncomfortable conversations, right? Yeah. Um, we definitely have to have them, um, no matter what they are, you know, we can't pick and choose, especially when we are trying to grow. Like you said, we've got to dig deep. You know, it's a dig deep. This, this, these aren't surface situations. You know, these are things that we have spent decades keeping inside. And I noticed with me that I things would seep out in other ways. Um, you know, I'd be so mad about the smallest things, um, you know, not realizing that that was just a part of the trauma that I was experiencing and, you know, going through. So 
Um, I'm super, super honored to have you here to tell your story. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Well, um, I appreciate you you having a beautiful platform like this and and to also be vulnerable yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, because you are when you are inviting other people to talk about their situations. And, you know, it is amazing how similar our stories in mm -hmm. general can yeah. be. And you wouldn't know it unless we had these uncomfortable candidates. You, you know, you would might you might feel like you're alone and and that no one else is experiencing what you are. Yet yeah. there are lots and lots of people that are dealing with so much of the same thing. And, and we all have to find our own way to handle these traumas. Mm -hmm. I found writing to be very helpful, but I also had a change of scenery and that was really nice. And, you know, when some of the losses are just devastating, yeah. you know, especially if it involves, you know, mother, child, you know, uh, separation right it's you know it, it really hits you to the core and you really have to make a choice can i go on and you know uh because you know there's unjust situations there's lies there's false narratives and and you know you can't defend all these things most right. of the time you don't even know what they are you know what was done what was said that would turn people that were close in your circle mm -hmm. and not just your kids, but your family, but coworkers, neighbors, friends, you know, I mean, at some point you have to sort of sit back and really say, okay, what is reality here? Was I living in a false reality? Um, but I, I just feel like, you know, we, we're all beautiful people inside, yeah. you know, even the abusers and the people that cause harm to other people, they were once, you know, loving people. I believe that through their own traumas, you know, something went amiss yeah. and they kind of felt like, okay, the only way I can build myself up is to put other people down right. and realize that there's a lot of dynamics at play here. Um, you know, it that empathy and understanding helps you make sense of it all. It yes. doesn't mean you're going to welcome some negative entities right. back into your life. I mean, you need to be more discerning um, about who you let in your life, who you keep in your that life. That part. Yeah. So, but but it's, you know, it's I'm I'm lending my voice mm -hmm. and, and and through my words in my books to let other people know there is hope that you can rise above these negative situations Absolutely. and, and go on to live a beautiful life despite whatever your losses are. Yeah. And, and that's so true. Um, we're scared, you know, we're scared to leave the situations that we're used to. We're scared to step out of that comfort zone, no matter how toxic and crazy that comfort zone is, we are fearful to step out of that. Um, you know, we're fearful of leaving someone behind, you know, we don't want to feel like we're alone. We are like, no, you know, it'll get better. It'll get better. But in all actuality, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Right. But we're so clouded with the self-doubt. Oh, I don't think I'm be able to do anything on my own. You know, I need that person. We look at that as crazy as it sounds as support. Um, right. And I will tell you, know. you, a lot of that feeling comes from being gaslit. Mm -hmm. And so gaslighting is something I really had to learn about. Yeah. You know, I mean, I knew of the 1944 movie called Gaslighting, where the spouse just would slowly 
turn down the gas lights or hide the keys or, you know, just kind of make the victim question the reality. Like, am I, am I making this up? Is this really happening? And abusers or people that intentionally harm other people, they want you to kind of question your own reality. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they feel very powerful when you are, you know, kind of trying to figure things out. Yeah. And and so that gaslighting can lead accomplished, uh, intelligent people to doubt themselves and, mm-hmm. and to make choices then based on that doubt. And so you do end up staying in relationships or jobs or situations much longer than what is healthy because yeah. You know, also we're conditioned not to hurt other people. We don't want to to upset the apple cart. At the same time, you know, change is just hard for people. Like you were saying, you know, sometimes we think we'll just stay in the situation because maybe it won't get better. But any situation can get better. Mm -hmm. They just don't want you to know it can get better because they're getting whatever supply, whatever benefiting. Absolutely. They're benefiting from you. And, you know, even though it's not, you're not on equal footing and that can happen in friendships too. Mm -hmm. You know, take a hard look at your friendships and, and, you know, is it, is it, based on honesty, first of all, you know, once, once you realize someone is dishonest, I mean, to me, that's such a game changer. And I ignored those red flags, even in friendships for Mm -hmm. so many years. And and then you kind of have to go back into your own family of origin and your dynamics with your parents or their dynamics with each other or your siblings and, and really, you know, analyze, you know, how are you programmed to handle challenges where you program just to ignore it and move on and just say, well, this is how it's always been and how is it will always be and not right. change it. So I think it's critical for people to take some time to, to reflect on their lives and their mm-hmm. relationships and their situations, but also learn about red flags, learn about terminology, yes. yep. um, do some knowledge in addition to the self-reflection because that will help you, you know, it'll arm you with information to help you make some better choices. For Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it's important to um, learn that you have to replace the habits that you have been so comfortable with. Um, you know, I, I tell my clients, you know, working with me is a reconditioning journey um, because you are having to unlearn things that you have been programmed to believe was right all the time. Um, You are now uh, relearning, you know, things according to your values, you know, let's dig deep, let's figure out, you know, what your values are. Um, I literally have a complete exercise specifically for that towards the beginning of, you know, working with me, because we've got to figure out what your values are. You know, you're so used to doing what your family has done over the years, or you're so used to, you know, dealing what your marriage has done over the years or your friends, you know, um, you can have trauma bonded friendships. Um, And trauma bonding. I'm glad you mentioned trauma bonding because that is so significant, Mm -hmm. you know, and for those that don't really understand trauma bonding, it's where you're accepting of abuse from an abuser. That is trauma bonding. And you could find yourself trauma bonded to a spouse, to a parent, to a sibling, um, you know, to a friend. 
and and it's so very unhealthy yes. but doing that deep dive and inner reflection work can help you understand trauma bonding yes. and slowly remove yourself away from that and and you don't have to necessarily have closure. Sometimes no closure. Oh my gosh, yes. You just walk away and you don't owe an explanation to anyone. You are protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. You are so right. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us come in because we want to have that why conversation. Why did this happen? Why did you do this? You know, but if you are speaking to someone who is not acknowledging their traumas within themselves, that conversation is not going to go well. Um, you know, no, you no. are having a conversation. You know, I, I have conversations. I literally was talking to someone the other day and they were like, that's not what you said a couple of years ago. And I was like, well, yes, I did. But I thought about it. And you're right. Because back then I was speaking from a place of havoc and restricted thinking. Right. And now I'm not. So, yes, you're absolutely right. And I stress that, like, it's OK to, to change your mind. It's OK to change your right. views. It's OK. You're supposed to. It's a part of growth. Right. And, you know, we want to have these reasonable, honest conversations, but sometimes you got to look at who you're dealing with. And Absolutely. if they are not reasonable, um, you know, it is it is not necessarily worth it to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some exceptions to the rule. There Absolutely. are people that will acknowledge their role in things and uh, that that maybe don't have malevolent intentions and, you know, the the harm that they have caused was unintentional. Mm -hmm. But so many of us are finding out we have surrounded ourselves with people that for whatever reason need to put you down to build themselves up. Yes. They need to lie in order to create some sort of narrative that, you know, is really damaging. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately relationships are just damaged by this. Some, some, healthy relationships that could have been, you know, are, aren't able to be realized because of the isolation, because of the false narrative and all of that. So it's, it's just important to really, you know, put your oxygen mask on first mm. before you help other people or before you, you kind of analyze other situations, kind of really right. do some self-love, even though it's kind of like an overrated term, it's really not overrated. Right. You need to, to get to know yourself and mm -hmm. who you are. And, you know, if your values do not align with someone that you have been trauma bonded with, remove yourself from that this part. part. Yeah immediately yeah um, really really yeah. It, it is it's we have to be ready to make those uncomfortable decisions right. just like we have these uncomfortable conversations um growth is not easy you yeah. know and and i have to be real with the with those conversations growth is not easy you have people that think that you can just wake up tomorrow and the changes are done and you oh. know it's a continual process and you have to be ready to take that journey and, um, you know, you have to grieve your losses. You yes. have to acknowledge that maybe you've been a victim when really it doesn't mean you stay in victimhood or anything. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge what has happened to you. But grieving is something that, you know, people think, oh, well, grieving is only if someone has physically died. Well, no, we can grieve the loss of a job if we right. you can grieve a loss of a marriage. You know, even though I want nothing to do with my abuser that I mm -hmm. left you know, after 27 years, right. I still kind of grieve the loss of 
this dream I had of yeah. living happily ever after and, and having a marriage with someone who did not have affairs or who, you know, used our family money for our family, you know, yeah. like I'm grieving the loss of that. And that's okay. That yeah. doesn't mean that, you know, you want that situation back, but you acknowledge that there, there, there is loss. And sometimes mm -hmm. the loss really is in our own minds of what mm -hmm. our expectations or our hopes and dreams were. Yeah. And that actually is what keeps us in these relationships for a long time because we have this view of what we think it is Ooh, when we talk when, about it. When really it might not be anything like what you think it is. Mm -hmm. it's just something in our own preconceived, you know, mind, our own preconceived notion. And and then you have to, you know, accept that, hey, this is reality and this is not reality. Yeah. Yeah, it it is it it is it is such a big difference. Um, we have clouded everything together for so long, um, trying to pick it back apart. It's like uh, two metal, two pieces of, of of magnets. You know, hey, they can come apart, but baby, it is a struggle to get yeah. them to break away. What um, a great but... analogy! I've never heard anyone <laughs> say it like that, and that actually really makes sense because yeah. you are drawn together. And then when you know you need to get apart, it does take some mm -hmm. extra effort to be, able to be to have the strength, the inner yeah. strength uh, to be able to say, well, this is no longer serving me mm -hmm. um, and, and make that break. And, so, and standing on it, you know, cause it's one thing that I say often, you know, it's one thing to say it, but your actions have to now come behind that. Right. Um, talk is talk, you know, and I love to have growth conversations, but at some point those growth conversations have to come with growth actions. Right. And that involves, you know, getting super duper uncomfortable if only for a short time, yeah. um, you know, and, in your, and you did that, you know, you got uncomfortable, okay. you know, with walking away from that. You got uncomfortable by relocating. You got uncomfortable by, you know, giving your form of closure by saying, you know what, I don't have to have these conversations anymore. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is it for me. I am moving forward. Um, and you know, that is super dope. Um, your story is super inspirational, um, especially for my listeners, because they, I know, relate to that um, because some of them are still in, you know, the relationships that we're speaking on, you know, we're trying to figure out how to break free. Um, they're trying to figure out how they can still have a support system. Um, and I'll say that to you guys, um, build your support system. Um, you have those, you know, your long-term beneficial people, but there's nothing wrong with building a new tribe. Because when I tell you, I have an amazing tribe since I stepped out as a coach um, full time, I have an amazing tribe. And it's all because I was transparent. It's all because I became vulnerable. It's all because I became uncomfortable in my journey. And, right. I have and you know, because of what you've gone through, yes. you know, you're more discerning. You can kind of size up people and their intentions. I absolutely do. A lot better than you <laughs> ever because now you know some of these red flags to look for. Out the gate. And, and so then even though your circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller, it's more authentic. Yes. And, and, and we need, we need, and that. you know, when you let go of some abusive and toxic relationships, you know, you make room for, for other like-minded people to come that's into right. your world. And, and, you know, it's okay. You know, you, that's another thing that a lot of people need to learn is 
and I had to learn it too, even though I think I was someone who was always internally motivated. I didn't need to get an award to know I did a good job. Right. You know, I could say I did a good job, whether anyone acknowledged it or not. Mm -hmm. And, um, and maybe that's from being a teacher, you know, <laughs> it could be, but <laughs> you know, you do these things, you know, out of the kindness of your heart yeah. and, and knowing what is right and what is for the benefit for whoever is involved without needing something in return. Mm -hmm. So, but there might be others that really need that external kind of validation, even if it's in, you know, collecting friends and they think, well, because I'm in this particular group, you know, then I'm doing okay. You know, you, you need to, you need to get back to internally validating, yeah. you know, knowing what is right, what is wrong, what, what is positive, what is healthy. And, and you know, your truth, you That's know, the truth. That part. And, you know, everyone else is on a different journey. They, the, the stars may not align, you know, where everyone will be on the same page mm -hmm. at the same time. Right. Yeah. We don't, you know, and that's everybody's journeys are different. You know, I love how you put that together. Um, everybody's journeys are different. Um, mm -hmm. I want us to, you know, get out of allowing social media to be such a crazy influence on how you feel that you should live your life. Um, because with, if you have any tad bit of struggle with anything that you're seeing somebody else doing and you think that that's what you're supposed to be doing, let me just tell you that is not for you. Um, you, you pay attention to those, you know, your own red flags because we have them. We have sure. our own red flags. We have our own toxic traits. So we have to pay attention to those. You know, it goes beyond it, like you said earlier, it, it's self-love, it's self-care, it's self-analogy, self-acknowledgement, self-accountability. Everything is about self. And once you are able to say, this is about me, it's mm -hmm. completely about me. You know, yes, I'm being selfish, <laughs> you know, um, I'm doing all of that. And I am, I personally am unapologetic in my journey because this is my right. journey and it's necessary. And I advocate for, you know, us building our inner confidence to say, hey, you don't like how I'm living my life. Then it's not for you to be around me. Right. And you make a good point and you can do that self, you know, focus. Yeah without putting other people down exactly. or being judgmental to others or, or causing them harm. That's where something really differs with the abusers because mm -hmm. they are thinking of themselves, but yeah. in the meantime, they are, you know, hurting other people and other relationships to build themselves up. And that's not what we're all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, you make some very good points and I, I just, um, I admire you for the perspectives that you have and for mm -hmm. having, having kind of a platform like this. And then you're, you're coaching where I'm sure you're, you're really helping people come into their own Yes. to really say, wait a minute, I am worth it. I don't need to be treated a certain way. And, you know, it's, and then you look at yourself and you have to make some changes Absolutely. with yourself. I have had to, in midlife, basically learn how to put up some healthy boundaries yeah. that I, I just did not have. That was something that, you know, was very lacking in my, my interactions with others. And that's what allowed so many years to go by in a marriage, in a friendship with, with some family members, it allowed so many years to go by 
where I just kept it status quo and mm -hmm. didn't make the changes that were really necessary for my own growth. And actually, indirectly, by stepping back from some situations, you're actually indirectly helping them too, you know, because they might say, well, why did that person step back? Maybe I need to analyze myself. Yeah. And, you know, or maybe my actions really were harmful. Maybe I need to take a look at myself. Now, mm -hmm. that's not our goal. We're not out to right. change people. But, you know, that could be an indirect you know, reaction yeah. from what you are doing in a very purposeful way in your response. Yeah, that is so true. Um, you know, I, I just want us to become more mindful of ourselves yeah. um, because we we are our biggest caretaker. We're the number one caretaker, um, you know, when it comes to self. And, you know, I want people to, you know, understand that this, the physical is important, but this is where everything begins. And if your mind is full of clutter, it's full of self-doubt, it's full of fear and everything else. It's not going to allow you to make the moves you need to make to heal. Um, to right. And, right. And, and definitely. And, and one thing that I'm even doing now, I'm kind of in a transition stage yet again, because mm -hmm. I have written so many books. I have been asked to speak on so many different topics, including trauma and yes. relationships and it's been very healing and i've been able to just kind of speak the truth yeah. and and you know been so thrilled that it has helped other people but i'm actually excited about changing things up a little bit and stepping back from this and i have so many other writing projects and other creative mm -hmm. endeavors that I'm looking forward to in the new year. Now, yes, I'm going to finish up the sixth book in the True Deceit False Love series, um, which is almost done right now already. But I am just so excited that I've I've actually learned to say no yes. to people asking me to come on their podcasts or to speak on TV or whatever. I I've said you know, well, if it's within this time frame mm -hmm. and if I resonate with their mission, yes. But I'm kind of now moving in a different direction and giving myself permission to, you know, to focus in a different way now, because I really feel that, you know, even though I know it's going to be a lifelong journey, whatever our challenges mm -hmm. are, but it can come to a crossroads where you yeah. can say, all right, what is the healthiest thing for me to do right now? And and do I want to start focusing on some other things? And so I'm I'm excited to kind of, you know, be at a position where yeah. I've done the inner work. I've done the healing. I'm not saying I'm completely done, but yeah. I'm ready to to you know, move on and to that empowering talk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Next level of empowerment. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, like even you just telling your story, you speak, your face just speaks healing, you know? Um, and like you said, you know, our healing processes will be continual, um, you know, but it's giving you the openness and the clarity to, to say, Hey, I'm ready to step into another realm. Right. Um, you know, you're ready to, you know, upgrade your mindset, you know, when it comes to that. Like, I love that because um, that's what it's about. It is never too late for us to elevate. Never. I, I, oh, I love that. Upgrade your mindset 
And it's never too late to elevate. Yes, yes. I, I, I try that. to I, I kick off some of those analogies from time to time. I but love you know, it. it's my truth. Um, you know, this is you know, upgraded mindsets is actually my business name. I literally came up with that name um during my 30 days of journaling back in 2020. Um, right. because I was getting everything out and you know, beginning my transformation at that point, and my business was my mind was like, hmm, upgrading your mind, upgraded mindsets with the Z. I like right. it. and it's been rolling ever since. Um, so um empowering and I love that you were journaling too, because oh, the yeah. writing the writing really you know helps you it does make sense of things. It kind of takes the physical trauma out of your body and onto mm -hmm. a page. But you know, people might find other ways to to deal with trauma. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, getting out in nature, pursuing some passions and that type of thing. But I think at some point you do need to realize that, you know, we are always changing and growing. And and yes, we have some losses. Like I never in a million dreams, a million years dreamt that I would be living my life without my adult children in yeah. my life. I mean, they were 20 and 23 uh, when I chose to file for divorce from their dad. And our relationships, you know, were normal range, happy, yeah. fun, very loving and supportive. But understanding parental alienation helped me understand how it got to where mm. it is. Um, realizing that there there is a malevolent abuser in the mix and and you can't control what other people mm -hmm. do you can only you know kind of move forward and control how you respond to it now it's not saying that you know um i'm happy that they're not okay. in my life that's not the case at all but i'll tell you things are very very different now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been so much damage, so many milestones missed, so many, so many, they're different people now. And I'm a different person as well. I mean, I'm still the same loving mom yeah. that yeah. I always was. And we still have that natural bond that even abusers can't take away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's going to be different, you know, if there ever was kind of reuniting, um, there needs to be trust established yeah. again. And, you know, so that will be a journey in itself. Yeah. But I am still choosing to live a happy life. I'm thrilled that I changed locales. I'm in the Caribbean where I'm just immersed in a whole different culture here, yes. which I feel very comfortable in. That's great. Uh, yeah, That's I'm great. in the Virgin Islands. And so I, I really am, am just immersed in a whole different culture and, yeah. and I'm surrounded in nature, which I'm just fascinated with. And, you know, even though in the Chicago suburbs, I could enjoy the beauty of our natural world. And of course the diversity that, you know, uh, the Midwest yeah. even offers, but you know, it's, it's nice to mix it up every now and then. And I, at this phase in my life, this has really proved to be a wonderful experience for me and i've always loved world travel and i so i'm always someone that's been open to new experiences mm -hmm. and, and that is very healing to to be able to connect with people from around the world yeah and realize yeah. actually so many of us have so much in common oh my gosh and so tell, much and when we tell our stories about trauma so many of those stories even though the details might be different, yeah. the gist of them are very, very similar. Yeah. 
the generalizations are very similar. Yeah. Um, shockingly scary, yeah, very similar, um, but similar nonetheless, you know, and that's why you know we are advocating with our stories to you know show others that you know it's okay to have the conversations, it's okay to walk away, it's okay to break free, um, mm -hmm. because that's it's necessary. Uh, for our own mental well-being, because we are our biggest priority. Um, I know that we have families, you know, I know that we have obligations and things like that, but our number one obligation is us as an individual. And I stress that on a daily basis, you know, and because once you're able to get yourself together, then you're able to operate from a better place that is going to help those around you. Those that right. want to be helped now, let's say that. But, um, you know, it has to start with us first. You can't live a mind in a, a state of clutter all day, every day, and think that you are going to be beneficial for yourself or anybody else. Right. We have to be mindful of that and just know that, you know what, I've got some work that I need to do. And it's okay. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to look at you crazy if you say, hey, I got some work that I need to do on me. Yeah. It's okay to set those boundaries. You know, I love that you talked about boundaries earlier because when I tell you I am a boundary extraordinaire at yeah. this point in the game, um, yeah. I have no problem saying no and standing on that no. And even when somebody asks me why, I don't even give an explanation if I don't want to. Yeah. You know, okay. right? And that was very hard for me. Me too. I have me to admit too. that that was very, very challenging to say no because I've just been programmed to yes. please, to overdo. And, and as an empath, you really... You can feel other people's feelings Ooh. and you certainly don't want to hurt other people. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you what you are offering is something that they do not want anyway yeah. and and may not be for their best good. And that's OK. And that's yeah. one thing I had to learn on this journey as a coach and consultant and everything else. Um everybody is not meant to go along this journey with me. I'm not meant for everybody. I'm not meant to appeal to everybody. I, my message is not meant for everybody. It's meant for those who resonate and are ready to take action with me to, you know, recondition their entire life, you uh, know, and, and that's how that's I feel. Awesome. That's just awesome. And, and I, I just, you know, the empowering real, I mean, it just doesn't get better than that. No. Not at all. It, it, these conversations are necessary. You know, I say it all day. Um, so I definitely um, and I'm so glad that we had conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely. So let them know a little bit about the book series um, before we get out of here. Let them a little know a little bit about the books that are already out and, you know, what we can expect from you here in the coming months. Yeah, sure. You know, um, well, there's the spiritual fiction. God came to my garage sale. It won a lot of awards. Might even be a movie. Hey, um, okay. which is really cool. Yeah, it might be be a near death experience part of a movie. Um, it was endorsed by James Redfield, who wrote the Celestine Prophecy. Nice. So it's about spirituality, um, not so much religion, but just you know, paying attention to signs and synchronicities. So things that we think might be coincidences really could be, you know, some divine intervention, or there might be a real reason for Love what it. we are experiencing. And then the the five soon to be six book series, True Deceit, False Love, 
is about understanding and healing from these kinds of relationship traumas. And it's from many different perspectives. It's not a tell-all book. It's not autobiographical. The first book is a resource of terminology and phrases so that we could read that and then connect the dots to our own experience and do our own research to see how are those things related, you know, mm -hmm. kind of putting the puzzle pieces together. Um, the second book is a is a book about acrostic poetry, many, many poems, over 300, mm -hmm. where they're very simple. They're, they're easy to understand because they're acrostic, meaning I use the vocabulary as the framework for the words. So right. like if you don't know what gaslighting is, you can go look up the, the poem on gaslighting and there will be some examples or some emotional response. Nice, nice. Writing is super healing. And if you find that that writing is something you'd like to do. Um, I have a survivor's workbook that really can just very simply guide you to creating your own acrostic poetry and then free verse poetry. And then the fifth book in the series, which is actually a bestseller, I, which just blows me away because I would think it would have been the acrostic poetry book more or the book on terminology, but it's a word search puzzle book where you you know, use a different part of your brain to to handle the traumas that you've been through. So you could look up, for example, covert malignant narcissist, you know, and you've heard that term and like, what is it? You know, right. because so many different types of narcissists. And of course, so many of them are not diagnosed or labeled. Yep. But yep. you want to understand those behaviors. You could go to that word search puzzle and and get a lot of other related terminology while you're doing kind of a fun, distracting activity of a word search. Mm -hmm. So my books are all on Amazon. They're on Barnes and Noble. Uh, my publisher is Balboa Press, which is a division of Hay House books. Nice. And Hay House has a large array of authors that deal with spirituality and self-help, uh, just so many different topics and and um approaches that can really be helpful to people so those are the books and i'm also an author i'm a co-author of i think about six anthology books right now which are very very cool um where you contribute a chapter to it with a, mm. a certain theme but you hear from authors around the world all contributing and it's all put in one volume um to to you know, hear perspectives of others. So that is pretty cool. All of this can be found on my website. I'm not on social media. You were talking about social media before and how that can really, you know, get people trapped. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not on that at all. But my website, which is the title of my first book, www.godcametomygaragesale.com. And I see it's, it's you know, um, scrolling here visually. Uh, but that is where you can find out about me and about um, my books, but also about the people that have endorsed my books because they are resources within themselves. Yes. And then I also highlight other people and their work, their books, their podcasts, their research. So mm -hmm. it's not just all about me. It's about healing trauma in general. Yes. And, and there are so many different people and resources out there to highlight um, you might, you know, end up going to the website and finding 
out about that and you might scroll down and say, wow, I really want to check this other person out. And then you can do that. Yeah. And I would encourage people, you know, you, you've heard um, what Coach K says here with the Empowering Reel. And if you resonate with her mission, you know, sign up for a session or two. Absolutely. At least get yourself started in the journey. And that could be some of the best time spent in yeah. your journey just to, to jumpstart your growth. Oh, oh, my God. You hit the nail on the head. Um, she is so right. Um, you know, we are here having those real conversations. You know, this podcast is exclusively for these real conversations. Um, and I'm so glad to have, you know, other women like yourself, other men as well, because I, you know, we speak on to both, yes. um, you know, just having those conversations about, you know, the traumas to triumphs, you know, speaking on, you know, how, and I love that your book series is major, major resource guides. Um, you know, I told you earlier that I had journaled um, during my journey. I'm actually about to turn that into a book. Um, I'm actually, um, I've actually labeled it um, from havoc to healing. Um, 30 nice. days of reconditioning um, exclusively from my journal. Um, so I'm Wonderful. super excited to bring that out. Um, you know, it, and like I said, it, it's just another step of my journey, um, another show of vulnerability. And, you know, it's also got the things that were getting me through that 30 days, you know, that I journaled that and that I was off of social media. So I'm super excited to bring that out. Um, that actually will be, you know, here I'll be announcing the actual release date here shortly. So I'm super, super excited. Um, wow. But Dr. Marnie, it has been such such a dope conversation today like i know that you have brought so much value feedback and resources i want y'all to make sure y'all go check out her book series because i actually looked at it and i'm like ooh, yeah and the poetry one i love just how you have put them together right right it's very different they're all very different yes. and it's it's a very creative approach um something that you know even the people that have endorsed my book said we've never seen anything like yes. this before and it really you know will hopefully resonate with some people Absolutely. that need a different approach to to healing and and to growing and sometimes we need those tangible resources mm -hmm. to to like we talked about jumpstart us on our journey yeah you're right. So right. So um, you guys, um, the audience, you know um, how I am. You know, um, if anything resonated with you, please feel free to reach out. You know, as Dr. Marnie said, you know, I have the complimentary conversation. If you go to UpgradedMindsets.life, you just click on the top of the page. It says complimentary convo. You can schedule a chat with me right then and there. Um, we'll talk about, you know, what's going on with you. And if I am the person to help you, you know, begin your clarity journey. Journey, begin your unlearning and relearning journey. If I'm that person, I would love to be that person um, to help us empower and elevate into our best selves. So um, I'm super proud of you. Um, you have made major changes um, and that is just something to be proud of. Um, yeah. You brag on that. You um, continue to live in your most confident self. Yeah. Um, I definitely, definitely appreciate you so much for being here. Y'all know where she said she is not on social media. So y'all can find her at on her website. Um, you know, definitely go check that out, guys. I definitely want y'all to make sure y'all check that out. So um, it has been a pleasure. I really, really yeah, appreciate you being you. here. Um, you guys follow me at Coach K-A-Y-W-D-S on all platforms. Y'all know I'm still there lurking over there. So um, yeah. <laughs> until next time, you guys, I want y'all to stay dope, stay focused, stay motivated, 
and live your best empowering selves. Talk to you soon.